Hey, bro lady here. I just want to jump in to let you know that we're going to replay another old episode. This is episode 26, entitled Past, Present, and Future. We want to give the bros another week off as they continue to recoup from Hurricane Laura. They're going to be back next week with a new episode talking about what they've learned since the hurricane, how they're doing, and what's going on in their hometown of Lake Charles, Louisiana. So listen in as they talk all about the past, present, and future. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's up, podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 26. Bank they say. Say! <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Um, on today's topic, we will be discussing living in the past versus living in the present versus living in the future. And um, I think that there are, or we think that there are differences in all different facets of life, which we've talked a lot about, but these are the different tenses, so to speak. Um and we're coming to you today from Craig's lovely house, firing in hot after a nice meal. We had our first meal together, guys, in a while. What y'all think about that? A couple hey, margaritas going here. It was great. Again, some uh, nice margaritas. Delicious as always. I think this one was better than the last one. Oh, I, it was fun making them. Got a little special recipe for you guys today. <laughs> yeah. Craig was fired up. He had them going before we got here. And I was like, man, Craig's in the element. Yeah, before we get started, um, I want to give a shout out and give a birthday wish to uh, one of our most seasoned listeners out there. Um, a happy 88th birthday to Ma on uh, June 23rd. So happy birthday. I know you're listening. I hope you had a great birthday and we appreciate it. Yeah, Ma, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ma. We do appreciate you listening and we appreciate all our listeners. Again, the feedback's been good. If you have some, uh, please feel free to reach out, uh, hit us up on the social media outlets or leave us a review. Uh, we would appreciate it. And um, another little inspiration off today's topic is based off of a book that John, of course, giving him some credit here, recommended that I read um, by C.S. Lewis called Screwtape Letters. And we're going to delve into a few topic thoughts on that at the end. But John... What's your thoughts on it just briefly at the, the forewarning here, buddy? No comment. Okay. You told me you were maybe going to use that today. Um, I'm going to use it right out of the gate. We'll blame that on the margarita. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just leaving, leaving me hanging. Craig, I know you want to read it one day, right? Yeah, it's on my list of books to read. Matt, as you know, I read every book that's suggested to me quite <laughs> promptly. Um, so I should have it done by next week. You think? Hey, are you reading that book that April mentioned? I did. I finished it. Man, so did I. I finished mine, too. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. This one will be up there with it. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a pretty cool little topic we got going today. But before we hop in, we're going to go to the weekly segment with Johnny Boy here on the Would You Rather action. John. Drum roll. No, no comment. comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since you wanted to jump in and try to steal my glory, I guess I will have a comment. 
Okay, guys, are you ready? Let's do it. Would you rather relive a great moment in your life or delete a difficult moment in your life? Dun, dun, dun. That's a good one. It is a good one, John. It's a good one. Whew, hot dog, you're up first. Both of y'all have blank faces, so... No, I was kind of deferring to Craig over there. <laughs> um, what do you think? I'm going to go with relive the good one. Um, the difficult moments, I'm a really big believer in life. Uh, we all have our own crosses to bear, and we all bear them at times, so I don't really want to take those out. I would rather keep them in. They make me who I am or us who we are. So for that reason, I'm going to keep riding with what, a, what has occurred in the difficult times. I would no doubt want to relive the high moments, like beating you in a set in tennis. Um, Never happened. It definitely <laughs> happened. Games, yes, a set. Um, not, not the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I, I would want to relive some of my high moments, especially days like high school. Those were some good times. Playing ball, stuff like that. I would have uh, zero qualms living that. What about you, Greg? You know, it's funny you said that. Actually, I, I think the same thing. I'd rather leave, relive a good moment. I think as I reflect on my past, I can think of some snapshots of some moments that were just so awesome that at the time I wish I would have soaked them in a little bit more. Or maybe I did. And it's just time passes by and I'm wanting to go back and, and see it again. And like you said, deleting a, a, a bad moment. You know, there's been a handful of those too, but I think they make us who we are. And, um, you know, I think that the joy from reliving that, that good moment would overshadow getting rid of that bad moment. And I know everybody's stories are different, but for me, that's, that's what I went with. How about you, John? Well, um, I would be in the same boat as y'all. I would want to relive a good moment. Um, you know, I was going to have a sub part to that and say, okay, what moment would you like to relive? And then I started trying to think about different things that had occurred in my life, you know, getting married, you know, the birth of your kids, uh, different uh, momentous times in your kid's life. And I was like, well, I don't want to give one a shout out because they're all equally important. Um, Certainly could have picked one out. I uh, don't know that it, it would have been the best, but, uh, you know, it was too long of a list to look through. Also, I'm, I'm surprisingly in the same boat as Hot Dog here, where I would say, you know, the mistakes, the hardships, the things that you've gone through in your past certainly build your character. And um, I don't know that I would want to delete any of those things away because I do think it builds character in yourself. Uh, moving forward in the future so i would have just relived a good a good moment you know i thought john you might say what about or a moment you don't know that's going to come that you could pick futuristic but that was a good topic dude it really goes along with our is that going to be yours today. next time i don't know man maybe we'll work it in yeah like you already highlighted the past this is awesome <clears throat> yeah no, you did good it was very <laughs> it was fitting, good john. very fitting, I, like that very fitting. I, I will say i looked at craig i was like what are you gonna say to this dude i, didn't I know, know i was looking at matt there were a couple of blank faces here <laughs> um i'm gonna just say i don't know was it my, this is my third would you rather nailed it again yes that was it was a good one patting himself on the back <laughs> as usual <laughs> <laughs> good thing i got long arms <laughs> used to it i know all right, guys. Uh, well, look, let's delve into the topic today. And I think a good place to start would be um, bumbling into the past and the future together, which there's some pros and cons to both. So maybe we can look at some of the good things about looking into the past. What are y'all's thoughts on that? 
Well, I think, um, you know, looking at your own past or just looking in the past um, in general, if you can objectively look at things, make decisions on things that didn't go the way that you thought they would or wanted them to, t- uh, to go, and you can make changes, you can uh, direct your future in a direction that would be more productive or better for your life personally. What do you think, Craig Green? Yeah, I agree. You know, looking <clears throat> in the past, I guess it can be good because you can learn from your mistakes. Um, so like I always cherish failure, you know, like learn, fail because you probably won't do it again. You'll, you'll learn a great lesson and, and be better for it. And don't be afraid of that. Um, you can look at those who went before us by looking at their past, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, different people's histories and their stories and learn a lot from them and their trials and tribulations. Um, you know, and just cherishing the memories of the past, you kind of having that, that mental, um, photo album, you know, it's so fun to just kind of be at peace and think about those moments. Like Steve was saying earlier, whether it's your marriage, your children's birth, even for me sitting with my grandma, having coffee, that's a, that's a really cool memory I have that I would love to, to revisit. Um, and, and as far as, you know, looking into the future, you know, I think it's good to kind of have a vision of what's to come. Um, also reminding us that there's always tomorrow, no matter what we're going through today. So looking in the past, but then balancing that with the future, you know, it's yet to be written. And I think Matt, you've mentioned that before writing your, your life, right? It's a new chapter, new page. Um, so I think that can be a good thing for looking in the future. How about you, Matt? Yeah, I agree. I think the, um, there's a good balance and, and there's, uh, good and bad things for both of them. I think with the good, you can, insofar as looking to the past, you can learn from your mistakes. You can live um, in the past through other people, talking to some senior citizens like Ma out there listening here. Ma! Um, learn from her a little <laughs> bit. Um, I, so I think that there's a lot of good to come of it. And in far, so far as the future is concerned, I would consider myself a dreamer. I like to dream, look forward, have goals. Uh, but, and we'll get to that too on the not so good things about looking too far ahead or looking too far back. Um, there can be some caveats to dreaming or fixating too much into that. So um, in general though, I like to use the past as a tool um, to learn from because I think a lot of times in life we are presented similar situations or someone we know um, could be in that similar situation that we could give some advice to about our own experience in the past. You know, you talked about um, being a dreamer since the last time I brought it up, have either of you watched uh, Walter Mitty? Negative, bro. <laughs> Walter <laughs> Mitty. Right, oh, Jack man, came. you busted me. Another movie y'all still haven't caught up with you. Okay. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this a little while ago while we're on this hot topic. <laughs> uh, John, the listeners may know, brings up movies left and right, and Craig Cream and I are over here like, hadn't seen it, hadn't seen it. So we're sorry, buddy, but maybe we... We're just not up on your level, man. Okay. Well, I did used to watch a lot of movies. I think you still um, do, dude. Almost all the I time to. I call you, you're reading a book or watching a movie. No, but I used to go to the movies like all the time. Um, that is true. Either on my day off or on the weekend uh, before I was married, I would see just about everything that came out. I really enjoyed it. Um, so I've, I've seen a lot of movies, but I can't wait for me to mention one and y'all to hop on and be like... I've seen it. One day we're going to hit it. Man, the odds are slim in Matt's world. I don't watch a lot of movies. Hey, I saw this one called Forrest Gump. Ah, I've seen that one. You saw that one? That was a good movie. Never seen it. it. Never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I've seen it. (laughs) No, get it back to the topic. You know, um, talking about looking in the future, for me personally, there's not a lot of things that I, you know, look into the future about. I mean, some of the things that I do are, okay, I want to look in the future for my children to look at their college education, their well-being, my wife's well-being, 
uh, my personal uh, financial situ- situation whenever I am uh, a seasoned citizen myself and I hang, hang up the towel and quit uh, working. And the other thing that I look for is, uh, you know, I try to make sure I check myself on a regular basis um, to make sure that the the past that I'm li- or the present that I'm living in now and uh, the past that I'm currently making uh, provides for a future of eternal salvation where I hope up hope that I end up uh, going in the end. That's awesome, buddy. I think you also, on a lighthearted note, look into the future with stocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're going to get back on the stocks here. Huh? We're not going to delve into it too much, but it did just trigger my mind. You, you, you look in the future pretty good with those. Um, I think that's true. I, I think the, and really well said, you know, I didn't think about that. The actions you are creating in the present lay in your groundwork um, that one day you will look back on in the past. I think that's awesome. And Matt, you'd mentioned earlier, you know, we're talking about why it's good to look into the past and future. Um, What are some times that you feel like maybe looking in the past or future isn't so um, good or maybe doesn't serve you as well? Yeah, Craig, I think that's good. That's a good um, segue into some of the things that can happen to you looking into the past or the future. A, the future is not guaranteed to you. So you can spend a lot of time looking into the future and it truly may not come and or the way that you see it really probably nine times out of 10, or if not a higher ratio is not going to happen um, in the way you're seeing it. So really planning or fixating on that too much um, can lead to maybe a little bit of disappointment. And then when it comes to the past, I thought it was pretty cool in that CS Lewis book, he mentions um, it's frozen. It can't be changed. Mm. It is what it is. And so if you spend too much time looking at a certain uh, maybe circumstance or instance that happened in your life. You can't change it. It is what it is. Uh, you can learn from it and move on, and there's that fine line. What do you think about that, Craig? No, yeah, it's, that's actually a great point. I haven't read the book, but it's on my list now. And uh, But it's true. You know, a lot, for a lot of people, past experiences and mistakes can, can sort of haunt them, and they kind of carry this burden that def- they feel like that defines who they are, and it weighs them down, and it just... They're constantly fixated on it, but it's it's gone. You know that that no longer exists. So it's, you know, that's a good point. In the future, you know, I think if you're too futuristic, which I've been guilty of, you know, you could miss what's going on today. So there's yeah, that old saying, point. "Stop and smell the roses," because uh, you don't want your kids to grow up and look back and be like, "Oh, wait, hold on." You know, so I never stopped and focused on the present because I was looking at the future, trying to you know the next thing, the next opportunity um so i think that's that's that can get you sometimes if that's all you focus on as well yeah no doubt about you steve yeah you know i agree i think if if you're preoccupied with you know what happened yesterday or you're too preoccupied with what's going on next week um you'll miss the gift of what's going on right here now um so i think it's something that you should be mindful of and considerate of and and make sure that you're here in the moment Talking about living in the past, um, I'm going to bring up another movie reference. Oh, uh, drum roll. Do either of you know who Uncle Rico is? Man, that sounds familiar, Matt. <laughs> no familiarity here. I can't think of Uncle Rico. Yeah, have you heard of the Rico Act? No relation to Uncle Rico. Dude, I've never but anyway. heard of this. No. no. Napoleon Dynamite. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yes? I've heard of that. I've heard of it. Okay. I so, may have seen... Have I seen I feel like I've seen part of it. I feel like I've seen part of it, too. Uh, so yeah. Uncle Rico is this funny yeah. character that... <laughs> We're going to get so <laughs> hammered for that one. <laughs> Uncle Rico is this funny character. He's, you know, mid-40s, 50s, maybe middle-aged guy. 
And the whole time he's like practicing, throwing a football, you know, he's saying, you know, if, if coach would have put me in uh, fourth quarter, we'd have gone to state, you know, the whole oh, movie. Yeah. And he's this guy who's way past the high school years and he's fixated on, you know, what happened many, many years ago. And it, it's pretty funny because I think we all probably know somebody who is stuck in that kind of mindset, uh, that kind of situation where they're just, oh, if this would have happened and that would have happened, I would be here in my life. But, um, you know, in, in a much more serious sense, you know, people have bad things that happen in their life. Uh, you know, they may be abused, they may have addiction, they may have other problems that are going on that can be a lot more pertinent for them and they can become fixated on those things and have difficulty living in the present and mm. then looking, you know, forward to a better future. Yeah, seeing a way out yeah. of their situation. Seeing a way out of the yeah, situation. Yeah, I, I think that's sure. really well said, Johnny Boy. And uh, I wrote down a little quote here from Matthew six thirty four. One of my favorite. Whoa, Matthew oh, wrote that. That's his favorite book. That must be it, my. It is. It is that there, must bro. be that my. That's a rack. That, <laughs> oh, that and the okay. Look, and it says, which I'm sure a lot of our listeners know. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own, and I think that that is something that. Um, can it be applied to the future or the mm-hmm. past? Just worry about the trouble or the happenings, not necessarily trouble every day that you got on your plate at that time. What y'all think about that, fellas? I think that's awesome, brother. I mean, it's it's true. Um, it reminds me of a quote as well. Um, you know, we fall back into the past, we jump ahead into the future, and in this we lose our entire lives. So, like, you know, if you're all you're doing is focusing on the past and the future, you're going to miss life because you're not focusing on the moment. No, I agree. I mean, it's it's like we were talking about earlier. You know, you get over-occupied with either going forward, going backwards, and then, you know, you miss the opportunity of all the gifts, all the pleasure, all of the great experiences that are going on in and around you every single minute of every single day. Yeah, and I think that that is um, it, it really what I was thinking about this topic, Craig. I thought about you a good bit because in one of the early episodes, you mentioned like driving down the road. Mm, I was thinking about that, that one too, whenever we talked about it. <laughs> like staring at the trees. Oh, all of a sudden, these beautiful green trees, and I looked yes. at the leaves of the yeah. trees. And appreciate the leaves of the trees and where they were and where you were. And it's funny, and we're laughing, but seriously, that's still stuck in apparently mine and John's head. Oh, good. Here, um, that it impacted us in some way. And I think it's important, you just mentioned stop and smell the roses, same kind of principle there to kind of take the moment in as it is. So you can't appreciate what's happening, not worry about, it's kind of like us, we're shooting the podcast right now. And before we record, we're talking about the ones ahead of us and planning a little bit, good to plan, but to also appreciate that with what we're doing right now. No, you're right. And uh, somebody once told me, um, whenever you're in the present, you know, see it as it is, not worse than it is. I think a lot of times we'll, we're in the moment, but we're seeing our situation is really bad. But in the reality is it's, Hey man, you're alive. You're driving. There's some cool stuff in the trees. You know, there is a road, and there's your tires touching the road, moving you forward. It's so cool. There he goes. <laughs> there he is. Hey, He's back. You know, when you give gratitude for those little things, it's like, wow, I'm living this life. These <laughs> things are happening to me, and it is awesome. No, Craig, I think that's a good point. Being able to appreciate even the small things, like your wheels touching the road, or the trees, or what's going around you, um, the people you're with. Being able to uh, really focus on or take the time to appreciate those matters for which they are. So when you do have those moments of looking back in the past or maybe reliving a memory, um, you can really uh, appreciate that memory more, understand it a little better, and maybe even understand 
that with which is happening around you as it's happening. Yeah, you know, this life is so complex. I mean, we're so drilled down on our relationships, our finances, all these relationships and all this nuances of the economy and stock market and riots and, and you know, pandemics. And so it's like all of these emotions seem to just swallow us. And I think if we take a step back and just just be present in the simple things, it just makes life so much easier. You know, what do you think? I completely agree. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I laugh at here pretty good. Uh, yes, I agree. It's it's good to to take a step back sometimes and appreciate which one with that those things that are going on around you. I mean, I think it's true. We all, especially, I notice like on the weekends versus a weekday. Um, on the weekends, I feel like I can appreciate things going on around me a little better. I love the weekdays. They're a lot full of hustle and bustle, driving around, trying to make sure to get the law practice done, work out, go check on the restaurant, check the stock market. Uh, which Greg airlines are up, <laughs> which everybody wants to give me a hard time for. Yeah. Shout out. Well, I'm not going to say any advice actually at the moment. <laughs> it might go south. Don't you give financial advice. But honestly, when you're, when you're looking at all those things in my mind, will personally tend to race from one thing to another. It is hard to appreciate the simple things like having a lunch with the guys today at Botsky's or even doing this right now until it's actually happening. Yeah, and you know, you bring up a good point where you know, you don't even have to be stuck in oh, I'm doing this activity or I'm doing this thing. Sometimes we get stuck in our own head where we're thinking mm-hmm. about what we have to do, what we've done, what we could have done better. And um that can be very distracting, um causes a lot of problems for people sleeping. Um you know, their mind races, so it's it's interesting um and definitely something to look out for to try to clear out your mind. Put yourself at rest, put yourself at ease to where you can relax whenever it is time and be present in the moment to enjoy your future. You know, at some point you just have to let go of what you thought should happen and live and what is happening. I think that's true. Y'all are both talking on that. That's a great point. It's difficult um, on a serious note here. It's pretty difficult to sometimes realize, hey, I've thought about it. I've worked through it. I'm going to leave it as it is and, and truck forward. And yeah, the mind has a tendency to want to go back or look at some of those things maybe that happened to you in your past, like John mentioned in the in the would you rather happenings here, things you would want to forget. There are those part of the past. Yeah, it's also cool to look in the past and learn, but there's things that'll that'll haunt you or stay with you. And I think it's hard to sometimes let go of those things, mm-hmm. but eventually you got to make that mark and move forward. And until you can create those habits of being able to do that, I think those things will always kind of creep into your head. And we talked about friendships in the past, and I think if you do find yourself stuck in the past or needing guidance for the future, using your friends and your colleagues and your family and ministers and those who are there for you to kind of show you the way. You know, somebody that either has experienced that tragedy or that great future that you want. I mean, someone's been there. Someone's experienced it. If you don't know them in person, I'm sure there's a documentary or a book or a resource that you can reach out to to kind of get guidance and open your heart and mind to, you know, how to get over a bad situation or even find a brighter future. That sounds like another uh, reference to the uh, personal GPS, right? Personal GPS. Like, who's your GPS? <laughs> who's your GPS? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That's I, a great one. I think that's uh, really well said, Craig, and it, it brings me to my second fly happening quote here for the day. It's coming out of Isaiah 43, 18 through 19, Johnny Boy. Woo! And it says... Let's hear it, Isaiah. Well, let's see what we got here. Um, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? 
I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And I think personally that um, he asked, the Lord asked, do you not perceive it? And I think a lot of times things are happening. He's giving us gifts, possibilities, avenues, roads to go down. And if you are stuck either in the past for some reason or another, or even in the future wanting something that you think you might personally want, you don't open yourself up to allow the Lord's will to be done or what he's trying to offer you at that time. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you need to be... Wait, what? I think you're right. Wow. To some extent. (laughs) (laughs) That, you know, in all aspects of our lives, we need to be open to the opportunity for um, what may be lying in wait. Uh, Some of those things, you know, we may be lost in the wasteland like uh, that quote talks about. And there may be someone there, um, you know, with a kind word, reaching out, looking to give you support, but you have to be open to the opportunity to take their hand, listen to their words, listen to the guidance in order to get you out of that white, uh, wasteland and back in the direction that you want to go. Absolutely, man. And you, you reading that quote kind of reminded or that Bible verse reminded me of a quote that said, um, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. And a lot of times we'll quote the Bible and you know, for those of you out there that are Christians and those maybe that aren't, you know, it's just, you know, the Bible is always, it's been a great resource for all these things we've discussed uh, about guidance on how to get through your current situation, the past, the future, for hope, as Steve said, for eternal salvation, you know. Um, and if, Hallelujah. Amen, brother. You know, and so that's always, a, I think, number one place to start. And and if you know someone, if you're not necessarily a, a churchgoer or, you know, we call yourself a Christian, maybe find somebody because you'd be amazed. There's some great, great resources and a great place to start for all these struggles that you might be going through in this world. I mean, there's there's people, there's there's ministers, there's resources, and I can tell you the answers are there. Yeah, there's some really fly happenings up in there, Craig, in the Bible. Um, I think that's the first time the fly happenings came out today. This is this is the longest we've gone without a fly happening come out so was this the second or that was the first fly happening i think this is the first fly happening of the whole podcast today i'm not really sure okay ready thank god there's not a fly trap go steve when you hear the word fly you got a drink go (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, we love you brother hey this has been good stuff today there have been some there are some fly happenings in the bible and you know (laughs) you know i don't remember that about it is uh I don't remember that specifically being uh, just, just my interpretation, homie. Oh, good. But on a serious le- note, I find it pretty amazing when you look at that um, and or even things like philosophers have said or um, people like that is how simplistic they are, which is really cool and um, neat to see, but also how frustrating it can be because the simple principles that are outlaid in there, something as simple as do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, for instance, um, it's super simple, but it's harder to do when actually applied. Mm-hmm. I think to any of us in our lives, uh, you got that whole good old quandary of the flesh versus the spirit action going on for any of these things. And I think it makes it, um, uh, pretty, uh, I'd use the word probably special to me personally in my own life that, you know, we do have that guidance and a lot of the principles in life, uh, for either dealing with past, present, future are very simplistic, but yet sometimes very hard to follow. You're right, brother. Um, there was a, another quote I had read. I wish I could say his name right. First name is L-A-O, Lao. Last name's Zhu, T-Z-U. Lao Zhu, bro. Lao Zhu. 
appreciate you, Lao Tzu. This is a cool quote. Better than Lao Tzu. Uh, and it said, <laughs> if you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. And if you are at peace, you are living in the present. So it's like, you know, our minds are what filter this experience of life. And so the way you perceive the past or the future is going to give you this experience of either peace, depression, or anxiety. So if you find yourself stuck in one of those, you know, you can change the mindset by finding the resources, the people. I mean, you don't have to be stuck here the rest of your life living in this depressed or anxious state. I mean, there's, you can, you can change the filter, so to speak. You can reach out to people, find the help, find the, um, the guidance to kind of let you experience the past and the future in a different way. So your experience of life is much happier and more at peace. And I think that's interesting because it's crazy how we react to things sometimes. And we react that way because of the way we were raised or the experiences we had in the past. And, um, it's just crazy that the opportunity to change how you filter those things is available to you. And so don't be afraid to reach out and, and change that mindset because it can change your experience. Yeah, Craig, I think that, uh, I'm just reading that quote. I read it a couple of times since you mentioned it here. And I think we're all searching for peace in our lives. Um, but sometimes we spend an inordinate amount of time searching for peace uh-huh. when it, is right on top of us at the same time. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. they call the present <clears throat> a gift because, you know, you, you live it. And if you live it right in a way that you want to, you know, it makes your future past where you want it to be. So you can be at peace. You can be in line where you, you know, you want to go in life. Um, and for me, you know, starting this bite, starting this podcast today, you know, we were talking about where we wanted to go and I, Certainly thought it was going a completely different direction. We're talking about living in the future, living in the past. I was like, okay, would I like to li- have lived 200 years ago? These are the things that I don't really like. I don't really like not having AC. I don't really like not having adequate medical care. Uh, I was going through a bunch of different things, and uh, I came across an interesting quote um, that is, you know, one of my. Fr- from one of my favorite books uh, called Destiny of the Republic. And it was uh, a quote that uh, President Garfield gave when he was given a speech for uh, a different candidate that was for president. Um, and I think it's pertinent to the things that are going on in society right now with things being so volatile. Um, and the quote goes, I have seen the sea lashed into fury and tossed into spray and its grandeur moves the soul of the dullest man. But remember that it is not the billows, but the calm levels of the sea from which all heights and depths are measured. Wow. It's pretty deep, John. That's good. Yeah, man. It's, it's one of my favorite books. Yeah. Another one you should check out. Add that to the list. <laughs> I like that, man. Living in the present is a present. Yeah, it's a present, man. That's huge. You know, it's weird. I have an analogy here to this, um, these happenings in our lives. Um, it's kind of like the stock market and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Thank you, Lord, for the stock market. (laughs) I'm not saying that like that, but you know, with the stock market, this is sorry for the listeners on this. This has been a heavy topic for the guys here, but with it, you have a lot of ups and downs. Seriously. Sure. I've thought about this the other day. I'm being dead serious. I'm not joking around about the topic here. So like you have a lot of ups, then Mm -hmm. downs, ups, downs. And then overall though, hopefully with most things, unless, you know, when your day comes to an end, I guess it's like the end of the business kind of thing. Sure. But for the most part, over time, you're making progress. 
So I think if you are working on trying to live in the present, focus on stuff that you would like to maybe achieve in life, it's kind of like that. You may have some setbacks where you go back a little bit and you are you fall into the past, maybe old habits, things like that. But hopefully over time, gradually you're making progress. It's kind of like a stock goes up over time, down, up, down, up. But if you look yeah. over a chart, a lot of upward trend for the, you know, a long standing business, something like that. And I'm not a stock expert, by the way, they're making fun of me because I've done this for three weeks, but <laughs> uh, it, it dawned on me. It's a perfect analogy. Go look at some of those things over time. It's like your life. And if you can get you, yeah, you'll have setbacks and you may go down a little bit, but if you can always maintain an upward trend, I think you can progress toward the um, goals you want to achieve, the things the Lord has planned for you, things like that. If you, if you keep that on your heart, I think that's awesome analogy. It makes perfect sense. And, you know, or going back to like, if you invest, that, John? Hey, you know, it's a great one, but it, it, it also involves investing in yourself. Yeah. Right. Man. To some extent. Yeah. So invest in your, in yourself, your mindset, your friendships, your knowledge, your life. Don't be, just don't sit there and, and, and feel sorry for yourself. Read a book, talk to someone, you know, grow in some way, either spiritually, emotionally, physically. And you may have ups and downs, like Matt said, but I think, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, you're going to be. 100, 200, 300% higher than where you started before, you know, from the very beginning. Yeah, you're growing, man. What do you think, no, Steve? No, I, I agree. I mean, that is, that is a good analogy with the, uh, you know, the stock market. You're going to have ups and downs. And, you know, I've heard it said that, uh, you know, each passing moment is another opportunity to turn yourself around and get you in a direction where you want to go. So if you're, uh, you know, on a stock that, you know, may start with a K and end with a G and it's going the wrong direction, you could always sell it out and jump on something else with maybe flies a little higher. Steve, what about people that day trade with their emotions? Like, do you think that's, that's a, you get some wins, but you know, is it dangerous or is it? That could be a dangerous thing to try day trade. Every now and again in life, you got to take risks, Craig. That's called being spontaneous, people. You've got to get out there and just do stuff sometimes. You might win big, you might lose big. But you will never forget the experience. <laughs> That's right, dude. Go make a memory. That's Gotta exactly make a memory. What we're talking about. You know, I think y'all both made pretty good points onto my little stock market analogy. I had not think of, thought of <laughs> investing in yourself. That's great, Craig. I think that's a a really good point. And John, you make another good point too. You know, you might be on a stock you don't like, or that's not doing too well for you. And there's always opportunity to go to another stock. There is. And it's kind of like life. You have the opportunity to, to go down another road, to make another path, to, you know, analogize back to that, hop on another stock. I think this is this is pretty good stuff here, guys. That was good. Like you said, you got, you got a crappy stock, sell that joker and try something different. Dude, I knew there was a reason we were talking about stocks for an hour before this started. It's funny how life all comes together in one big analogy. That's just the Lord working through us here with the stock market. <laughs> good thing we had dinner and talked about that beforehand. <laughs> Good thing we've had two margaritas going on here. <laughs> All right, guys, we, we've had a lot of fun today. Um, here, as y'all can see, a little bit of lighthearted <laughs> happenings, but some serious stuff. Hopefully, hopefully we're all gaining something from it here. Um, we will hop into our weekly segment of what made you hit the gas and what made you pump the brakes. Whew, you got it right. Oh, finally. And we'll throw <laughs> it over to Craig on what made you hit the gas this week, big dog. All right, guys. So it's fun that we've had this this subject, past, present, future, thinking about things I would want to remember in the past, and you know, the birth of my children being one of those. Well, I have my oldest daughter turned. Uh, well, she's eighteen. She's just graduated high school and going to college, and so I've seen that past, and we're living in the present and hoping for a beautiful future. And so we had a uh, graduation party for her, 
it was a crawfish boil. So for those of you who aren't from Louisiana, that we that's the the mud bugs, the little mini lobsters. Who uh, so good? They're so Very good. good. I have one cousin who's a crawfish farmer. I have another cousin who owns a store that boils them and sells them. So my cousin, the farmer, he harvested them and culled them out and cleaned them and purged them and basically took the largest crawfish he could find. And we got over 300 pounds of those that another cousin boiled. Man, I missed out on that. And if you've ever been to a crawfish boil where we get like two or three monsters, imagine every single crawfish was this big. It was, it was really unbelievable. And so it was just fun. We had a lot of family and friends and we just, you know, the weather was beautiful. We just uh, celebrated her and, and this milestone and it was cool. It was, we had enjoyed that. So that was a, Hit the gas, just celebrating life and, you know, all of its happenings. Like yeah, you say. it sounds like you had a lobster boil. We did. It was more or less a lobster boil. <laughs> Mini lobster boil. It was really cool. You know, what really else cool. is neat about that? You could look into Layla's life and, you know, look back at our own past when that we were at that place. But then seeing what, you know, I've gotten to know her a pretty good bit over the last few months. What a bright future she has ahead of herself, too. I, I would imagine that was pretty cool uh, and or a cool experience you and April are still living through. Yeah, it is, you know, and there's all these, all this uncertainty, you know, life as you know, it changes, you know, you kind of in your little circle and your people, and then one of your children leaves and you, you see the inevitable that they will all leave at some point. And it's kind of scary because that's just all, you know, and, uh, but life changes, life goes on and, you know, she's got a life to live and hopefully I can impart some of these, um, happenings, as you'd say, the, that I experienced growing fly up, happenings. fly happenings, <laughs> fly happenings. <laughs> Yeah, like, Layla, these are fly happenings. These are not so fly and try to at least share that. But at the end of the day, just like we mentioned resources, I'm there for her. I love her. I'm available to her. And she knows that. And with like all my children and my friends as well, and just as I need them. So it's one of those moments that you reflect on life and just in the present, I man, I was watching the trees blow in the wind and the grass and all that great stuff, you know, just, you know, having a chair to sit on and, and family to laugh and share and talk. And so that's, that was my that was my hit the gas, man. Well, I think you're doing a good job, Craig Cream. Uh, Agree, buddy. I've, I've oh, thanks, heard it guys. said that, you know, I'm not even sure if it's this daughter or maybe one of the younger daughters, that you know, one of her teachers said that she was probably one of the best human beings on the planet. So, um, I mean, awesome. I would certainly love to hear people say that about my kids whenever they get older. Uh, right now, they're like, oh, man, that's one of the craziest kids on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Glass clown for sure. I'm sure that's what they said about you, Steve. <laughs> So, hot dog, is there anything that happened to you in the last week or so that made you titty tap the brakes, titty tap the gas? I don't know. How do you normally mess it up and say? <laughs> Slam the brakes or pump, Whoa, lightly let me go, tap Let them. me go pump on the gas. I don't know. What is it? What do you got? Uh, <laughs> let me let me titty tap it. Yeah, what made me pump the brakes? That's where we're at here. Um Swinging it back to a more serious note, yes, um, I don't know exactly how I'm going to say this, but reading that book that John told me about um, has been pretty... The Screw Tape Letters. Right, The Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis has been pretty informative, and I'm only about halfway through the book, and I've enjoyed it, and uh, you know, I don't read a ton, but when I read, I try to get something that will apply to my life in some way or another, um, and this book really has. Um, it deals a lot... It's John, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like an uncle and a nephew who are on basically the team of the devil. Correct. Yes. And in my personal life, um, I'm a very positive person and I, by nature I am, but then in most circumstances, I try to always say, Hey, find half a glass full of action going on, find the positive in things. And 
look uh, to those things that are better than more positive than negative. And so something personally prior to this book and prior to an experience I was having in my life about, I don't know, four, six weeks ago, um, I never really considered, I've thought of the devil before for sure, obviously, and I'm a believer that the devil exists, but I've never really contemplated the uh, ramifications of the devil in my own personal life. And I was telling John about some happenings in my world, not fly, and um, <laughs> just happenings. Non-fly. Yeah. Non-fly. And, uh, you know, John had happened to be told about another book um, by C.S. Lewis and then about about this book. And, and you recommended it to me. And I think it's pretty amazing that a lot of the times for me personally, I can, you know, I sometimes will live in the past and I'll live in it and I'm trying to bumble along to, to the present or to the future, but I'm stuck on an event or something that happened in my life, trying to figure out why did this happen? Why is it what it is? Instead of accepting it, I want to accept it. Um, but I think for me personally, I, that tends to be the devil wanting to pull me down a path. A, maybe I shouldn't go down or be a thought process. I maybe shouldn't have. And I've just found this book to be, spot on for myself in a lot of personal ways of my own personal. I think we all have our own personal um, struggles with things in life, but the fact to accept or admit that, yeah, this is the devil um, trying to take me down that path. And that's something that John had mentioned to me. And it's something I've heard people say, Oh, that's the devil. That's it. And I'm like, normally like, man, I don't really understand what that means. But I think up until this moment in time, John tell me, and then me reading this book and the the happenings that are going on in there. um, So it really did make me, uh, pump the brakes in my own life and be like, man, this is something, you know, 33 years on this planet, um, an encounter that I don't know, A, that I've really had. I've obviously had the encounter before, but B, that it's hit me to the point I'm like, golly, man, this is something pretty real. Well, you know, um, on a podcast, a recent podcast, you know, you, t- you talked about a personal experience that you had, that you and I had a conversation. <clears throat> so Hot Dog had said, you know, during that particular time, I'd only had five things to say. So after listening, listening to him, um, talk about those things, I had recently read this book and, um, you know, it makes a lot of sense on things that happen in our day to day lives. Maybe you're having some particular doubt about yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, next thing, you know, you know, that doubt is just steadily growing, um, to the point that you feel like you're hopeless. Um, there's no way to get out. Um, and I think it's a way, that book is a way for, for you to recognize and look at some of those things that may be happening um, to you in your life. Um, and that's why I recommended it to you. And it sounds like that you made good use of it so far. And it, it's a, just a great book altogether. Yeah. I wish Greg Green had read it because he would say oh, something man. really cool in a Craig Green <clears> voice. <laughs> <laughs> I need to read the book. It sounds amazing. And I'd heard it mentioned before in a different, I mean, I haven't, it was just mentioned. I want to read it, but it's, it's funny, Matt, you say that in the last probably five years, um, my wife has shared things with me and we've listened to a few podcasts that really made the reality of the devil and his presence in our life very clear to me. And like you said, I always kind of just chalked it up as, oh, you know, the devil. But, you know, I think right. the, the devil and his his angels are very prevalent in this world and they're here to manipulate our minds and our, our actions, um, to oppress us. You know, we always think about the exorcist, right? This you're, you're screaming in the head, spinning around and all this craziness. I mean, there's that level of possession, you know, I'm sure it's, it's happened, but the reality is some of the, some of the people who are experiencing the heaviest depression and anxiety and 
just this relentless um, feeling of overwhelm is really a real day possession by the devil, I believe. And it's not that they're evil people. It's just that these demons and the devil know how to push those buttons. They know exactly what to make you think, say, and feel, and it just weighs you down. And, you know, I think the answer goes back to what we mentioned earlier, uh, you know, calling upon Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. to help, you know, cast away Satan in those situations. And that's actually worked for me on a few occasions. Um, someone once told me, you know, you know, by the power of, you know, Jesus, case, you know, Satan, I cast you away and just call upon him to help mm-hmm. you just tell that, that dude to go away. And it's crazy because every time I've had to use that, I can feel it happening. And so it's weird when you think about the real presence. I mean, those got the, there's a lot of situations in my life that have happened um, that don't make me doubt that one bit. Yeah, man, I think St. Mark, the St. Michael, the Archangel, the Finnish in Battle, that's mm-hmm. a, a great prayer. Um, and I think that, that, you know, we were talking about the Bible earlier. I think there's a lot of, uh, and it's said in there, like the tools that are given, the armor that you can wear to defend against. But yeah, it's, it's a really a real thing. And it was a very profound thing for me personally in my life. Um, where I was like, golly, this is this is the real deal because I, I I've obviously been through some happenings we all have, but I've never really had that sense, so to speak. Yeah, you know, it's not always easy to recognize. Um, and again, you know, to our you know our podcast point for the day is: Are you living in the past? Or are you looking in the future? You know, you can be distracted, and you know, anytime that you're not focused on what your ultimate goal is, you can be led off the path that you want to go. Yeah, and I think, Craig, last thing I talked along, you were saying you've been in some of those situations, and anytime you really kind of uh, focus on on saying certain things or modalities, et cetera, to get that, you know, off that path or what the devil may have in store, I think that's a true thing. I was at church one, one time, and this is like how, I guess, um, unaware of this whole situation I was, but I had written this down in one of my notepads. Um, I think it's Father Rommel. He's at ICCS. Mm-hmm. Correct. I'm in there and he's like, yeah, you know, when you're something's going wrong or you're doing something you shouldn't be doing or you got thought processes that you didn't have, just say 10 Hail Marys over and over again. And I bet you it'll direct you off that path. And I was sitting there thinking, I wrote it down. It was impactful, <laughs> but it didn't have a purpose to me at that point. It's kind of like April says sometimes mm-hmm. might not be for her maybe at that time or for someone else. And I'm like, golly, that's, that is actually a real thing. Absolutely. All right, guys, we appreciate everyone tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, It's been a lot of fun here at your house, Craig. We appreciate you having us over, making the drinks, getting us some food tonight, breaking a little bread. Good times. Thanks again, ZC. It was fantastic. Thanks. Another great, another great Gregorita. It was awesome. Yeah, we're we're working on maybe uh, doing something to get the recipe out there or, you know, uh, maybe... A proud listener, too, can have one with us one day, huh, Craig? Maybe a live shoot where I have, you know, <laughs> special guests, and we'll make readers for you guys. Whoever's in, just go to uh, our social media and let us know you're in for the Craig readers. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Hey, and I'm going to register. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, until next time, we'll catch you on the flip. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing.